Welcome to Reclaimed Heritage, a place where we discuss traditional skills for the practical home. We're your hosts, Christy, Carrie, and Elaine. In this week's episode, we are going to sweeten things up a bit as we chat about honey and reveal our theme for season two. But I said to you, you shall inherit their land and I will give it to you to possess a land flowing with milk and honey. I am the Lord your God who has separated you from the people. Leviticus 20, 24. Welcome back. This is season one, episode 12. We are on our last episode for the season. And we're wrapping up with something simple. We're going to talk today a little about honey, which is timely since we've all had lots of illness in our mm-hmm. house the last week. I think we've had like two or three viruses that are just making their way around each one of my children. I just want to say Shirley. sweet. <laughs> I want to say who started it. I know. <laughs> Was it you? No. Well, you're okay. So we don't have this in our family, but you have Elaine, you have a daughter who's like adamant that when she's sick, she would like to know who to blame. Yes, she does. <laughs> She like, goes down, she's like, visit. who were you in contact with? Did you touch their hand? Then she tries to figure out who brought their kid to church. As if you yeah. can tell. Yeah. Right. Yeah, no, it's been crazy. Like my littlest one, she just kind of, I think she's on like her second full week of, I mean, she has like days where she's really healthy and then she's, mm-hmm. you know, a random fever again, or we've had the stomach stuff and mm. sore throat, cough. So Honey's timely because we have been using mm-hmm. a lot of mm-hmm. it in our house. What about Same. you? Your family's been pretty healthy. We've been healthy. Mm. We're avoiding you now. No. <laughs> <Except> not today. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Plans foiled. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yes. Well, we did also get hit um, this week. Not, we didn't have, like, the, the full-blown stomach. It was more mm. headache sore throat, et cetera. But um, we did celebrate St. Patrick's Day on Friday, and it's a really big deal in our house. And um, we're going to make soda bread, Irish soda bread. Have you had Mm-mm, this? Yes. Okay. Mm-mm. All right. So we make it I've every had year. It, but not made it. We make it every year, and typically I'm at the store buying buttermilk. But now mm-hmm. I have my raw milk, so I am stoked. Like I, it, This is my moment to shine. So I take the cream off. You told me about letting mm-hmm. it sit at room temperature yeah. mm-hmm. so it'll whip quicker. I did that, and instead of using the KitchenAid, because I'm in a rush, I used my Ninja, but I didn't want to use mm-hmm. the big one. I used the little <laughs> tiny miniature when you're making. Okay. You maybe you I think okay. I can. I think so I, I can. <laughs> the one that you would make a protein shake out of it. So I put it in there, and I, you know, buzz it, and I look at it. I'm like, and Sophia goes, no, Mom, that's whipped cream. I'm like, okay. So I go, and then I look at it, and I'm like, is this good? She's like, the bu- when it's buttermilk and butter split. Mm-hmm. And I can see the butter it in there. It changes yellow, too. It really okay, does change the color. I could see the butter starting, mm-hmm. okay. but it wasn't clear liquid yet. So she tells me, Mom, keep doing it. I'm doing it, and all of a sudden, I stop it. Okay. It got so hot that it remelted the butter, <laughs> and, and it became <laughs> it became heavy cream all over again. But now it is so hot, I can barely touch it. So, um, really your was, daughter, I think I can, I think yeah, I can. <laughs> your daughter was at our house and she said, well, maybe we need to, I think you said, put it in the refrigerator. So we're going to do that. So now our whole meal is dependent on this sourdough, not sourdough bread, Irish soda bread getting done. Mm-hmm. And it can't get done until I have buttermilk mm-hmm. and butter for the soda bread. So we get it cold. I go to start it again. It takes, I don't know, 30 minutes to get this to to go between butter and buttermilk. So the whole mix of the Irish soda bread is done, and we're just waiting. 
for the buttermilk. So Sophia, she makes the butter, et cetera, and it still was kind of funky, whatever. And all of a sudden, she goes, <gasps> I said, what? She goes, I dumped the buttermilk down the drain. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so I still have no buttermilk to make my Irish soda bread. So you're talking like an hour and a half to get oh, this buttermilk. There's none. The, the funniest part about it was I go in and tell my husband. Now, I say it secretly because Sophia is kind of mortified. And now you all know what she did. That she dumped it down the drain. And I tell my husband in the look on his face. He was like, but we pay so much for that milk. And he was, he was okay. so upset. Tell me you added vinegar to regular milk. I didn't. I did a different recipe. Wait, but this recipe didn't call for buttermilk. So okay. we did that. And it was fine and fabulous. But she, after an hour and a half, she dumped the buttermilk down the drain. Okay. In future, you In the can future. add. Yeah. Vinegar. I do know this. To milk. I did. Yes. To get the right. byproduct you that you understand. wanted for your bread. I was cute, reclaimed heritage mom. And I was, you know, come on. I was scooping the Trying to up, do all the things. Doing all yes. the things. So, just so you all know, don't use the smoothie part of your Ninja Blender because it, it heats yeah. up. Yeah. But did you know that could happen? That it could go from whipped cream mm. to butter to back to back. Mm. To I wouldn't have thought cream. of it getting that hot, yeah. I guess. It, I would, yeah. yeah. It was literally steaming. Oh my gosh. That was my week. That's awesome. <laughs> was the butter good though? It was. Good. It was good. It all ended up fine. It was just, oh my goodness. I love the, the reclaimed the- <gasps> butter belt. <laughs> Today, I dumped it we, down the drain. Before we left, Rachel was getting something out of the fridge and she's she pulls out like four mason jars. She goes, who would have guessed that we need a new fridge just for all your reclaimed heritage jars? This <laughs> like, is true. They're just mason jars. But now in her head, everything that's in a mason jar in our fridge has yes. to do with reclaimed It heritage. does. But it's the truth. It does. All the mm-hmm. unlabeled, we don't know what's in it, jars. Well, we were wrecked at our house because I made the buttermilk ranch recipe for our Instagram. Oh. And... <laughs> boys were fighting over it while I was not there and apparently it hit the ground and the jar no. broke and everything the sisters were mad yeah because yeah. it was full it was a big yeah. yeah it was a large recipe of it so and that yeah. stuff's like gold yeah I don't think that'll happen wow. again but at least you had your buttermilk <laughs> I did yeah. <laughs> but it got mixed with a bunch of other ingredients that are now gone down the drain <laughs> yikes yeah oh, we haven't had any spilled but ours was a little longer than we like and it's right where you can start to smell it turning mm-hmm. <clears throat> so i used it in dinners that people don't know about <laughs> oh and- <laughs> <laughs> now they know Listen, i tasted the final product you can you tell. are the reason for the illness <laughs> <laughs> Make- michael don't listen to this episode I know. <laughs> my family's like we're never eating again. if it's even slightly turning it goes out to the hogs at our oh, house no. i can't yeah. do it I well, I hate to do it, but mm. usually it's like a oh, quarter I do of it. a gallon or something. No, we add it into stuff. If I'm cooking, you it mean the milk or buttermilk? Milk. Of this case, yeah, just cream. Oh, but can't, can't how does cream make... go bad at your house? I know. Well, mm. because we ended up with like three gallons of store bought milk, and everybody forgot we had the raw milk. And then when I pulled it, it just mm-hmm. it was fine. It's just you can tell like the day it starts to. How mm-hmm. it's not, I wouldn't even say it's sour, it just has like a fermented smell to it. So, I'm not concerned about what's in it. It's just we nobody was going to be drinking the cream. Yeah. Okay, when we started getting milk, our farmer guy said that if it was starting to go bad, you could just make it into sour cream. Mm. 
Yeah, I'm sure you could. That's smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I haven't done it yet. No, yeah. We just never had the cream. cream. The cream is like the favorite part of everybody Mm -hmm. at our house, Mm -hmm. like between coffee and... you're only getting one gallon. No, two. two two? We've been two from the beginning, yeah. Oh. It was me. It was me that was three one to two. Yeah. Anyway. I'm convinced we would just drink whatever I buy, so... I don't know that we're buying more, but... It's crazy. Anyways, so... We were figuring out what we were going to talk about today. And what we realized was our season one ended up with kind of a theme, mm-hmm. and it wasn't on purpose. Mm-hmm. So we did not pick our topics based on gut health being the purpose, mm-hmm. but in the research mm-hmm. of everything we've done, we ended up finding out that all of the things we were really interested in had major gut health mm-hmm. That benefits. really is whole health, though. Mm-hmm. This it is really, true. like, it mm-hmm. affects everything, yes. so it just makes sense, but... Yeah, mm-hmm. inadvertently, that yeah. kind of was the theme. And it's optimal that it went first mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. everything else you try to do health-wise, if your gut is a mess, it just doesn't, you're hitting a wall. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think the things that we talked about were, in my personal opinion, of the things that we are going to present to you or you could try, they're probably the easiest. Mm-hmm. Oh, so yeah. They're the easiest skills. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you are new here, we did bone broth at the beginning, mm-hmm. sourdough. We followed it up with a lot of dairy, fermented dairy, raw dairy. Mm-hmm. Um, so ironically, I was listening to our podcast from last week before we had posted it. And we talked at the end about, you know, the land flowing with milk and honey. Mm-hmm. And how, of course, you know, the Lord in his perfect wisdom would give us the mm-hmm. land flowing with milk and honey. We were talking about milk. But then that kind of, that's when I called you guys and said, well, let's, we should jump on the honey. Honey, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you have the bees at wagon. your house. We, we have do. bees at our house. Mm-hmm. We, have, we have bees, too. You do? But not intentionally. Oh. <laughs> that's I was like, me. oh, I missed I'm them. <laughs> hyper aware when my children come in screaming. <laughs> They're visiting. <laughs> we have visitor bees. <laughs> that's awesome it's usually because someone didn't mow the lawn and there's too many clovers because we don't <laughs> right. actually have grass we have weeds we, at our yes house. same same well that when we moved from dublin to where everybody has like this perfectly green manicured lawn mm-hmm. to the country my husband All the chemicals still wanted the lawns, to yeah. fertilize the lawn because mm-hmm. he was raised that way like that we would just have this perfectly you know landscape golf course golf yeah. course looking lawn and he said to me like three years in, he goes, okay, if we don't spend a large chunk of money on fertilizing our lawn, we're going to have a lawn of dandelions. And I, we came outside and I was like, let's look at all of the neighbors. <laughs> They're all dandelions. Because you're like, fighting theirs this as well. Is when you're, yeah. And yeah. I'm actually fine with the dandelions. Mm-hmm. So that was before we got bees. Mm-hmm. And now I'm thrilled that we have dandelions all over our yard. Um, so... What we aren't really going to talk about in detail today is actually raising bees. Mm -hmm. Keeping bees. Yeah. yeah. So there's a lot that you can do if you are in a neighborhood or an apartment, Mm -hmm. but actually this isn't really one of them. So (laughs) we would not recommend that you get a beehive if you live in a neighborhood. You don't know what your neighbor's kids are Mm -hmm. allergic to. You wouldn't want to be responsible for that. We have bees. It's not an inexpensive endeavor. Mm -mm. It's actually... Very expensive. The startup mm-hmm. cost. The startup cost is outrageous. Very expensive. And it may or may not work. Correct. Okay, girls, I'm still going to say this like I did with the jars, though. You have older beekeepers who mm-hmm. would love to, they're done. 
They would love to gift That's their true. equipment to someone who they will who will use it and utilize it and continue because bees are so important. They are, and it's true. We were gifted a lot. Mm-hmm. We have purchased some. Mm-hmm. There's no guarantee your hive necessarily oh, no. stays. So yeah, like right. We've had to catch hives. Mm-hmm. We've had to purchase hives. Mm-hmm. Um, it it can be done. Like the like everything else. The longer you're in it, mm-hmm. the more things you mm-hmm. have. The cheaper more the experience cost, you the have, experience. and yeah, I would recommend. Like we were very blessed to have. Um, Penelope Mishney, who's mm-hmm. our 4-H advisor, they their family's done bees for years. So she was like a step-by-step Well, a lot of guide. extension offices mm-hmm. have a bee person. Now, mm-hmm. it might not be somebody that's employed there at that office. It may be a volunteer that's an older retired mm-hmm. person, mm-hmm. but they typically have an expert that yes. they, yeah. and Because it kind of goes along with the Master Gardener course that they offer, too. So, And yeah. you would really want to find somebody who is doing it if you're going to do it, because that startup cost doesn't even include the cost to harvest your honey. Mm-hmm. And so like, we were really lucky mm-hmm. that she, Penelope had everything we needed to, and I, I don't do it. I watch it. I think they like spin it out of the, mm-hmm. um, an extractor. Yeah. So I help with the process, but it really is my husband's. Yes. Yeah, he really it's does enjoy it and, and loves it. And I mm-hmm. don't want to be stung. So I'm fine to watch from a distance and then help with harvest. Yeah, we've had angry bees. We've mm-hmm. had all of it. So it's it has been a humongous learning curve. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. is uh, the honey is delicious, but I mean it's kind of like the egg thing. Although chickens are not nearly as expensive as, mm-hmm. as the bee setup. If you are thinking I'm going to buy bees to save money on honey, this no, no, you will not. So we'll just start right there. No, it's, be it's a hobby. Off. It's kind yeah. of a yes. hobby with a fringe benefit, but not necessarily less cost. Yes. Yeah. But in the loving and caring for bees. And our environment mm-hmm. and our, yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we'll talk about plants here in a little bit and stuff too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we highly recommend that you support local. Mm-hmm. Uh, the benefits that we're going to get into mm-hmm. are really um, only beneficial if it's like the allergy mm-hmm. component is right. only beneficial if, if it's local mm-hmm. and if it's real. Yep. So we're going to talk about how to tell the difference between real honey and fake mm-hmm. honey, which you may think sounds crazy, except mm-hmm. most of the honey you're buying in a store is fake, right. not real. I do have a website because I usually am the yes. one with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can tell I'm used to sourcing most of my stuff out. Okay, there is a website. It's localhoneyfinder.org, and you just there's a map of the U.S. You click on your state. And you, all your counties are there, and it tells you exactly who is selling raw honey. Oh, perfect. And, and there is someone very close to me that's selling oh, um, a local farm. So you can find your is honey, honey run. I say you actually have a very Not large sure. local honey supplier very close to where you guys are. They, yeah. they have a larger business. Oh, yeah. She mm-hmm. she takes hives out to Texas. And, yeah. yeah. Who is this? And they, they pollinate for all kinds of people. Honey products. Oh, all like kinds honey of honey makeup, products. Um, Candles, cosmetics. Cosmetics. Yeah. Like yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's who is it? Popular. Do you know who it is? Honey Run Farm. Yeah, I think it is. Oh, Honey okay. All right. Well, anyway. So you look at that. Yeah. You just click oh, that's on the very map. Cool. Yeah, and it tells you everything. It's yeah, awesome. Yeah, so we definitely, please, I mean, I would, I can't say for sure that everything in your supermarket is fake, but if you could just spend one Saturday and go to a farmer's market or somewhere close to mm-hmm. you and buy, you know, a six-month supply of honey, you are going to be way ahead of the game mm-hmm. so why does local honey get. matter you brought, we're talking about allergies <clears throat> right yep yep so it has it has to do with 
what they're eating. Mm-hmm. So like what's native to you. Yep. Mm-hmm. The bees are feeding on things that are native to you. Which is causing then, your histamine response. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So that's that's gonna be your best your best bet against mm-hmm. um, if you're using it for that purpose. Like mm-hmm. if your reason for taking in honey is to build your immunity against the allergies surrounding you, then that's only possible if right. you're doing it. And that would local, be done in honey. small doses mm-hmm. frequently. So that you you know, you can't <laughs> It's allergy season. If right. I take, it's not like Benadryl. You take Mm-mm. it today and you're good. Pick <laughs> like yourself up to a honey IV. Right. Yeah. Right. So you're talking, if you're doing it medicinally, you'd be doing small doses on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. And then your body would build up some immunities to these allergens. Yes. And my favorite, actually, which we aren't really going to talk too much about flavor, but it is interesting how um, there's actually a chart online where you can tell the color on the bee's feet that they're bringing back the mm-hmm. pollen, you can see where they're sourcing it from. Mm-hmm. So our spring honey is like 100% dandelion. Mm-hmm. And I actually don't like the taste of honey. Really? It's mm-hmm. never been my thing. But I love the dandelion? dandelion honey. It's very light. The, mm-hmm. the color of the honey is really clear. Mm-hmm. In the fall, we end up with like more of a pine. It's goldenrod too. Yeah. yeah. We end up with a very mm-hmm. pine. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I'm a summer honey girl if, yeah. as far as flavor. Mm-hmm. So it's very interesting like in mm-hmm. what's around you. Um, if you're not doing it for allergy purposes, and but you were, I mean, I would, this is going to sound weird, but there's got to be like honey tastings or ways that you could probably get like flavor infused honey. I'm sure at the yeah. farmer's markets, they are, you're going to find places that'll have like a oh, cherry yeah. blossom honey. Yeah. There's a bee place honey. Um, that shop in Grove City. If you're in Ohio, Central mm-hmm. Ohio in Grove City, and they have it's all they honey. Have so bee many products. different flavors yeah. and kinds, mm. and you can try like all of them. They, you can sample all of them. That would be awesome. Yeah, I didn't know that until we mm-hmm. made our own honey. I just always had honey from the store, and it all tastes the same. Come to find out, it's probably not real honey. So that's why it all no, tastes it's the same. not. I'm just but. thinking if you're lining up a fleet in front of me, I would prefer to do wine. <laughs> <laughs> You guys are very sweet. Like the skepticism on my face is like, I'd prefer wine. <laughs> you can do that too. The winery yes. is directly yes. across the street. You can get some tacos upstairs. Yeah, some right. wine across the street. I was going to say, speaking I'll, my language I'll give up now. The wine for potatoes. So. <laughs> Just potatoes with all the different kinds of things on top. Yeah, that's what? not on our no. plant list. That's beneficial oh, no. to the honeybee. Darn it! Oh, Sorry. Wow. All right. Okay, so a bunch of random stuff. We talked yep. about our kids being sick. Yes. Mm-hmm. I would say, hands down, number one thing, even more than eating honey mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. adding it to things, is we use it for sick people. Mm-hmm. Same. So how did you do it this week? I know you, you yes. guys were... Ours... Okay, so we... I know yours were just, what, spooning it and eating it? We do, it? really. So like anybody who's got a sore throat or mm-hmm. cough... Mm-hmm. Um, we have, like, of course, the rule is you can't put your spoon back in. So get a clean spoon, mm-hmm. as much as you want. I really don't care. Swallow it down. We don't do water after. So, like, if they're thirsty, mm-hmm. water first. Take the honey. Go straight to bed. If it's a real heavy cough, we will actually give them a small amount to keep by their bed mm-hmm. with a spoon. So that when they wake up at night or they're having trouble coughing, they just take another spoonful mm-hmm. of honey. Okay. It's actually shocking. I know that this is like common knowledge. It's been around forever, but it really wasn't when I was a kid. I never had honey as a child. No, we and had the cherry flavored nastiness. Oh I literally Cough got paddled at like age eight because I was not drinking that. <laughs> <laughs> and now in hindsight, as a parent, I'm like, my uh-huh. parents wanted to sleep. Like, <laughs> yeah, this is this was this, why. Yeah. 
Well, so. there is a honey alternative to sleep and treating the cough. It's called a hot toddy. Right? Okay. Yes. I was about to say that. Because, well, and that yes. depends Eli on your age in our house. But mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That that happens. <laughs> <laughs> well, we did the honey and we had some people starting to have stomach issues. I'm not quite sure if it was cold, making the stomach upset, whatever. So we were doing fresh ginger mm-hmm. for 20 minutes with honey and water. So it steeped well. And they were yep. drinking that. And that worked great. If, if that, with a sore throat, just go heavy mm-hmm. on the honey. Mm-hmm. So what I haven't done that I swore I was doing this winter, but I want to do so desperately is the garlic, the peeled garlic in a jar. You cover with honey and you just keep it in your refrigerator. Mm-hmm. And then it, it like it. ferments and sits. And so then, yeah. You when you're sick, you just clove eat the and garlic clove, yes. and it's delicious. And anyways, so I would really like to try that. But I yeah. have been shocked between cutting up onions and sticking them next to sick people mm-hmm. and the honey. It really, even my daughter who doesn't like honey now will do it because she, it's such an instant mm-hmm. relief from the coffee. Right, yeah. So that's the big one. The other main one that we discovered when we were starting our soap business is the skin benefits of honey, mm-hmm. which are huge. So I'm sure everybody's familiar with Burt's Bees. Mm-hmm. When they started their product when, contained. Yeah. <laughs> Back in the day, yes. they were a great company. Yes. Yeah. They, I, I don't want to like stick my hand. I don't know what's on there. I didn't Google it. I meant to, but I'm pretty sure that it isn't exactly that way anymore. But one of the main ingredients to almost all of our products is honey or beeswax Mm -hmm. because it is so soothing for your skin. The beeswax is so protective. Um, They talk. I was interesting because when I was looking it up, we'd always heard of honey for burns. We've done. Mm -hmm. Antimicrobial. Mm -hmm. It's antibacterial, Mm -hmm. um, which is part of the skin benefits for those. Mm -hmm. I used to treat. I used to have cystic acne back in the day and I would treat it with honey and it would help Mm -hmm. a lot, actually. It's pretty crazy. We've we've used and it, it wasn't harsh on you know everything else was so harsh that yes. even you know my other the skin around that area would mm-hmm. be inflamed mm-hmm. then because of it. So it was like a two edged sword. So honey was always mm-hmm. yeah a go to. Yep, I was surprised when we when I was looking it up though that they actually use it like in the clinical setting. So it isn't just like an at home remedy. Mm-hmm. It's you know the medical community mm-hmm. is also using it for burns. So. Yep. I mean, super easy mm-hmm. have on hand. Um, I We found the prebiotics. So we've talked a lot about the probiotics mm-hmm. that have been in all of our other stuff. But this one, so prebiotic would mean that it's nourishing the good bacteria that mm-hmm. are already there. <clears throat> probiotics are like things that you're taking in after. So that was pretty interesting is kind of how this fit in for us mm-hmm. with the gut health. Um, but it's just something super natural very easy to get a hold of yes again you guys like you're there's literally nothing on your end that you're doing you're just buying mm-hmm. real honey that's mm-hmm. only and i would it was interesting i was trying to think about how this fits in with a skill um we were listening to a sermon a couple months ago about how one of the skills that he was talking about um women from a long time ago being able to tell the difference between good quality clothing. Mm -hmm. Like if you're going to spend your money, you would need to know like, is this quality Mm -hmm. materials? Mm -hmm. And so this is what I was thinking about with honey. Right. Like part of this is knowing that you're buying a quality Mm -hmm. substance for your family Mm -hmm. and different uses of it in your Mm -hmm. home. So yeah. Um, Any other benefits? 
It's filled with antioxidants. Yep. Um, actually, I was reading a few articles. Uh, there's a lot of studies out there um, that attribute honey to also treating chronic diseases like cancer and mm-hmm. heart disease, um, that it has anti inflammatory effects um it's good for your respiratory your cardiovascular your nervous system like it Mm -hmm. there was a whole lot in there um it also has this is raw honey Mm -hmm. i'm slipping into here and we'll explain in a moment why it's in raw honey and not in your traditional just store-bought honey um it contains calcium magnesium um what else potassium, zinc, phosphorus, mm-hmm. amino acids, um, enzymes. And this actually falls much into our dairy episode when we talked about raw dairy. Mm-hmm. So the pasteurization of the honey actually <laughs> kills, essentially when you're not buying raw honey, you're buying, the, you get the taste of it, but mm-hmm. you're not getting the health benefits. So, yep. you know, if we can switch over and start getting the health benefits, this is what we want to do is making mm-hmm. decisions on what we're putting into our bodies, you know, We've talked about this too before. It can take away from your health or it can add to your health. And the traditional honey is really a health zapper instead of pouring into your health, which is where the raw honey comes into. Yeah, most of the the honey in the stores. So even if you are able to find real honey, it is pasteurized. Mm -hmm. And and it's not pasteurized for like great reasons. Can they... It can occasionally have yeast, but it's really to improve color and texture. It, it keeps mm-hmm. it from crystal mm-hmm. from crystallizing and extends the shelf life. Well, crystallized just honey, you just heat it, just heat it. <laughs> That's guys. it. Like we, okay. Brian harvested honey this last fall into a bucket that I did not get to, and the whole fifty pound bucket crystallized. It took me like four hours of work to slowly cut up, cut mm-hmm. it out with a knife, reheat it, and put it in jars, but. Guys, raw honey lasts forever. It doesn't have a shelf does. life. It has no expiration right. date. Like if it crystallizes, you just heat it and move on. If and I even, had a skill okay. for honey, I would. It would be hiding it. I have to hide mm-hmm. it in mm-hmm. our. Oh, we go in our. Oh, yeah. Basement is where we keep oh, a no, lot I, of our I canned have, goods, and I have a secret stash where I have to keep it. Right. And you yeah. may find that if you are able to find raw honey, that may be a skill you want to work on. <laughs> Because yes. it'll disappear very quickly. Yes. It's when your children are making tea. When I say children, mm. I mean like under the age of 10. And you catch oh, them just throwing are in just the spoons full of honey. And I'm like, no. Right. <laughs> Put it back. Yes. So, yes, you don't you don't want what's in the store. You so, want raw honey. Yes. So there, if we flip to the real honey versus mm-hmm. fake honey, there's actually like a ton of controversy. It's been in the news for the last five years. We started yes. getting like a bunch of these are my air quotes, real honey from China. They found out that it wasn't. There's now like huge tariffs on them because they, Mm -hmm. what they send us, they still classify as, but most of the time isn't. Um, Words like pure, all natural, these mean nothing. They Mm -hmm. don't have an actual scientific label behind it. So even at the store, when you're seeing all of the things that make you think it's real honey, it still could not be. And what's insane is that the packaging on the back can say honey, but it still isn't 100% real honey. It's the most ridiculously confusing thing. It is illegal in the United States to do that, but it's still what's done um, common practice. So we have like a few really easy, easy ways. And I actually tested this with my real honey because as I was reading it, I kept thinking this can't actually be mm-hmm. real, but it is. All right. So tell us. Real honey is not sticky. Okay, doesn't that seem weird? Because I read it and I was like, mm, liar. 
<laughs> like I know it says it, but well, so we put it on really? our. So, yep. So we put it on our. I put it on my fingers. You rub it between your fingers. Yeah. And it is not sticky. It's very strange. Now, like it's creamy feeling, but not sticky. I know. I feel like it's on the outside of my jar in the cabinet at home where we keep it. Right. Then it gets sticky. That is a lie. But But, but they were saying, put it on your fingers, rub it between your two fingers, and it's the weirdest thing. So I have a jar of your honey in my cabinet. So you mean to tell Look me? Look at this face. You're like, we don't. We're very skeptical of this. You are, honey. Yes, spouting right now. Okay, but listen, my daughter who's sitting down here with us staring at me, did you not watch me upstairs rub this between my fingers? And it's weird, right? Like, it's not, it doesn't have like this real tacky. It's You but, rub it together well, and it's real I can think of creamy. when I put it on my face, it just, it's more like a lotion mm-hmm. than it is. Like, it, it isn't sticky. Yep. It's very weird. You know what I'm doing when I go home. <laughs> I know. Well, the, as soon as I read this, I was, thought they were lying. So I had to do it. Interesting. The other one is if you put like a drop of real honey on your finger. Now, it has to be room temperature or colder. It can't be warm. Okay. But just room temperature honey. I just pulled it out of the cover, stuck it on my finger. You put a drop of it on there. It will not move. It just holds still. So if it's not raw honey... It'll run. It'll run down your finger. Hmm. Like it's going to be a little more liquidy. So think of the honey you squeeze from a bottle. That's really, really liquidy. You know, I like want to stop recording and go home to try it, right? <laughs> the, the honey's literally upstairs on the kitchen table because I did it right before we recorded because I didn't think it was going to be. Go get it. We're going to record it and it's going to be a real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it was saying just like fake honey runs very quickly. It, it can spill, move, and travel, whereas um, real honey is very thick. It's not going to move around very much. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one was dropping honey in water. So mm-hmm. if you drop, if you like were to put real honey in water, it doesn't dissolve. It'll sink to the bottom, whereas fake honey like dissolves. And what's weird is yesterday I was making honey water and I boiled my water in my teapot I put the honey in the bottom of my jar, thinking when I pour my boiling water on my honey, mm-hmm. it's going to just dissolve it in my water. I don't need a spoon. That's not what happened mm-hmm. at all. I poured boiling water on my honey, and it just stayed yeah. exactly where it was in the yeah. bottom of my and jar. And you have to like, chase until it with I a spoon. Yeah. Stirred it. Yeah. And so hmm. this is all very strange. All the things that I just didn't think about. So long story short, don't buy honey that's in the shape of a plastic bear. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I mean that, unless I mean, you're local. Yeah. Because your honey dealer yeah. is selling it in that. I was like, because I can buy those and we can put our real honey in it. So <laughs> you could buy in a, you know. The one that we didn't try that I thought was really cool is you could put a matchstick in the honey and if the honey's real, it will light even after being dipped in honey. The match will light. But if it's fake honey, the match won't light. Well, we know what it, Elaine is to. doing this evening. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What's happening right now is the homeschool science nerd in all of us is coming out and we're going to, or maybe just Test me. all the experiments. Yeah, all the that's experiments. what we're doing. That's our, that's our science. Yeah. You are the science nerd of all of us, but that doesn't mean we are, yeah, right. just slightly less nerdy. <laughs> I don't know if I'm, I'm the science nerd or the skeptic. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Yeah. What? I know. The sticky one, really, I did not believe. Hmm. But it's, it is pretty crazy. Okay. Yeah. So... Easy things you can do at home. See if you've got real honey. Yeah. And I would say some easy things you can do at home to support bees in your area that maybe aren't beekeeping Mm -hmm. would be to grow plants that are bee friendly. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, and they can be beneficial 
to you as well at small container gardens. A lot mm-hmm. of them, the herbs, mm-hmm. chives, basil, um, cilantro. That's why we have so many bees. Thyme. Mm-hmm. Probably. Dill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, a lot of perennials, but a lot of annuals, sunflowers, zinnias, things you can plant in a container or in a small bed that support the bees is one way, one small way that you can help. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, herbs are lovely to have and harvest. And leave your dandelions. Don't fertilize your lawns. We Really? We got that covered. I know. We do, too. But we didn't. And in hindsight, like, first of all, like, the pesticide we're adding to the ground mm-hmm. is not helpful to anybody. No. And then the the dandelions feed the – it's the, the bees' first food mm-hmm. are the dandelions. Mm-hmm. And then if you get really creative, you can make dandelion jelly and dandelion tea, which are also excellent for you. But And dandelion wine. <laughs> oh, my goodness. We have a theme here today. Hmm. Well, this Crazy actually isn't – No, I've been dry for like six months. <laughs> Our next season is on wine. Red wine, white wine. Yes. Pink wine. But actually, this is a good segue, I think. Mm -hmm. I think we've talked a lot about honey on what we're going to be covering in our next season. I know. I'm very excited. This is exciting. It is. Can I start? Mm -hmm. All right. (laughs) So our next season is going to be beginner and things you can do to homestead. Um, even just if you have a yard, mm-hmm. so wherever be, you are, wherever you are, mm-hmm. you can start homesteading. Mm-hmm. And homesteading is more. I mean, when you hear homesteading, you're thinking, well, at least I'm thinking, I need, you know, five to ten acres at minimum. But homesteading mm-hmm. is really cows. cows <laughs> you know, all is the things, really a yeah. way of life where you're mm-hmm. not, you know, just a consumer, but you're a producer. Mm-hmm. And having part of having a productive household is homesteading. Mm-hmm. So you can do it in so many different ways. So you definitely want to listen in on what mm-hmm. we're going to be covering. Yeah, we're, it's going to be specific to, like, if you're in an apartment or you're in mm-hmm. a neighborhood. All of the things that we're going to talk about are going to be things that you can do if that's where you are. Now, obviously, they're all things you can do if you have five to ten acres mm-hmm. easily. Mm-hmm. But they're like the basic skills. So... You know, you're not jumping in with raising beef cattle, but right. you can 100% can the oranges from your grocery store. Or strawberries or whatever mm-hmm. fruit is in season. Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some of them are a little creative, so we're very excited to share them with you. But yes. Yeah. Join in next week mm-hmm. and we will be giving you our list of all the things that you can do. And then we will be diving into each one of those once a week for the next 12 weeks. Yay. Yeah. It'll be fun. It's it's the time. Mm -hmm. I'm done with winter. I want to get out and do some (laughs) things, right? Yeah. I'm still drinking bone broth in the morning. Same. I just had this morning. And wine. No, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I do not drink wine in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) It just seemed like we were on a wine kick Which is so funny since we, like, rarely rarely drink anyway communion yeah. wine yeah, like wine really communion Sunday. wine is it mm-hmm. yeah. right so yeah. and, and well all right so today is monday we usually record on fridays so mm-hmm. this is why i think we're a little, we're a little giddy yeah. today. and we did have church so we did have wine mm-hmm. that's true because we Fresh partook mm-hmm. of the lord's table all right well i think that's it today it was not super in depth really easy just go find yourself some raw honey Join us next week as we jump into everything mm-hmm. that we're doing for the next 12 weeks. We're Put very, it between your excited. finger and rub it yeah. and see if it's, <laughs> yeah, if I know. it's real. You know everybody's like going <laughs> to listen to this and go to their cabinet and get their honey yeah. out. Because Does anybody have matches anymore? I don't know. I'm, we, do. we do. I'm going to yeah. try it. Yeah. I want to try that one. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Oh, my son do it. Oh, 
if there's anything you're interested in learning mm -hmm. beginning to homestead where you're at, send us a message. Mm -hmm. What on Instagram Please. or even Instagram, Facebook, Facebook is fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we might be able to add that into our list or maybe it's something we're already going to cover. Yeah, our list isn't finalized. So if there's something that you'd really like us to spend time on, let us know. And as always, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and we love reading your comments. Your ratings mm -hmm. are always very lovely. Yes, Share and with appreciated. A and appreciated, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks.